Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Wex Peel Podcast. It's Wadapalooza week, and I am so excited to be heading down to Miami. It was announced that I am the podcast manager for the uh, for the podcast stage down there in Wadapalooza. We've set up an amazing group of podcast hosts that are going to be down there recording live each and every day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So if you're in the Miami area, Thursday, you have no excuse. It's free. You don't even need a ticket. Come in. Check it out. See all the elite athletes that are going to be throwing down. Come listen to your favorite podcast. The The roster of podcasts is just absolutely epic. We've got Kettlebells and Cocktails. We've got Get With The Programming. That's Chase Ingram and Bill Grundler. We've got the Jedberg Podcast, co-hosted by Jesse Graff, the American Ninja Warrior. Morning Chalk Up's going to be in the house. Talking Elite Fitness. Tommy and Sean are going to be there. Coffee Pods and Wads. Peter, all the way from Ireland, is coming over across the Atlantic Ocean to come podcast right here in Miami. We've got Conversations with Claire, we have Two-Tone Fitness, and we've got Brute Strength. All of these podcasts coming to record live on the stage all weekend long. It's going to be amazing, so you do not want to miss out. Make sure you get there and check it out. Some of the guests that are coming on my show in Miami are Luke Parker, the Mayhem Athlete. He is going individual this year. And uh, he's going to be throwing down on the indie stage. We've got the team of Sam Komaye and Tyler Christoffel. They're teaming up with Rich Froning to uh, throw down on the team stage. They're going to be joining me on Thursday. Fisa Goffey from Brute Strength. The Brute crew is going to be coming to the podcast stage on Thursday. I've got Don Fall, the CEO of CrossFit, is going to be sitting down with me on Friday. And to end out the week in an epic fashion... We've got Matt Fraser and Matt O'Keefe coming to the podcast stage with me right there live on Sunday. So if you are in Miami, get there because all your favorite athletes, all your favorite hosts are going to be there just doing it big in Miami. It's going to be just a fun, fun time. So you don't want to miss it. Not to mention all the athletes are going to be throwing down for the competitions. It's going to be absolutely amazing. So get down to Miami or if you can't get to Miami, check out the live feed that uh, is going to be online. You can uh, just look up Wadapalooza, go straight to their website, and it will direct you to where you can watch it live, or you can go back and watch it um, to catch up throughout the day. And then, man, check the podcast pages to get the get those updates throughout the uh, throughout the week of all the people that are going to be posting and recording and doing all that down there in Miami. All that to say, today's episode could not start off Wadapalooza week with a bigger guest, the four-time fittest man on earth, the six-time Affiliate Cup winning team captain, Mr. Rich Froning is on the show. He came on the show today. We talked about life after um, his amazing career on the CrossFit Games floor, what he's going to be doing after, kind of the legacy that he's built and is building for his kids. We talk about family, how he balances the businesses. We talk about Wadapalooza, of course, because he is competing. We talk about recovery and injuries and things that he's been going through and just kind of how he's been transitioning in his career and his business and how all those things go together and that it wouldn't be possible without an amazing team. So he came on the show. We could have talked for hours, but I didn't want to take too much of his time. Just a great, great dude. So let's get straight to the podcast. Um, he was nice enough to spend some time with me, and uh, 
My dog gets into the action as well. You can hear him barking in the background. And if you watch the video on YouTube that's going to be posting later on, you'll see his dog. Here's my dog and he's like responding to it. It's, it's, it's pretty funny. But uh, a great episode. So kick back, enjoy. And like I said, if you're going to be in the Miami area, make sure you stop by the pod- podcast stage. We're going to be doing giveaways. We're going to be doing Q&As and all sorts of things. We're going to have a great time. But until then, let this tide you over until Wadapalooza. Ladies and gentlemen, Rich Froning. So, man, thank you, thank you so much for being on the show and and jumping yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, thanks man. for having me. I appreciate, appreciate it. it. The, um, you know, we're leading up to Wadapalooza and uh, you know, yep. getting out there and swimming. So you said you haven't swam since since how long? Yeah, it's probably been October. Okay. Um, you know, for okay. years we we would swim like two times a week, and then um, just kind of as 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 it's evolved and swimming's not really a weakness anymore. I just more do it for for maintenance and you know, good for the body and. It's just hard to get over there with the kids. Um, they're with me, you know, most days when I go to the gym. And so uh, we have to go to the YMCA. I was saying that before we get on here. And uh, you just have to time your lanes in between the uh, the step aerobic classes. So me and Tyler found a lane, and uh, we're trying to get something in real quick before we right. get on get on here. Yeah, I'm I'm actually so I I'm a DJ as well. So I I actually MC the 5K at our YMCA. Oh, okay, there and, you go. Aren't you? <laughs> I mean, well, I've been doing it for like ten years of of you know, emceeing their 5k and 10k. And, and finally I asked him, I, I do it as a volunteer because it's a fundraiser. Right. And finally I asked him one time, I was like, Hey, could I get a membership maybe, you know, just for the pool, just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. just to come and swim. And they're like, yeah, why don't we just hook you up with a full membership? You and the whole family. And there you go. I was like, Heck oh, yeah. great. So I can drop, nice. drop the kids off. Um, cause drop I have the kids off at the pool. Yeah. Or, or, in, or, in the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or in their or in their little you know their little cubby area that area. they have yeah um because i have i have four kids of my own as well so oh nice yeah so you get it you get it it's trying to time and um coordinate schedules and all that type of stuff absolutely absolutely and so and how old are they now because they're, they're getting uh big. yeah they're getting older uh lakeland's eight uh she's okay. in second grade and then my little two are five and four my little B five and two uh, about three weeks or okay. yeah about three weeks so she's almost there and um, the little two go to Mother's Day out twice a week on a Tuesday Friday uh-huh. and so uh, next next year will be full blown kindergarten so Oof. ready for it but also not ready for it I feel like once they get to school um, they're gone most of the day you know so I, I I enjoy hanging out with them yeah and so and you and you do have them in regular school or you don't do the homeschool thing yeah. Or? Yeah, uh, we tried homeschool with Lake, and she's just a social kid, so she she needs um, other kids, and she loves it, so um, she's doing that. So yeah, the little two, they would probably rather be homeschooled. They you know kind of have each other, but yeah, um, uh, we're just not homeschool parents. <laughs> Us either. <laughs> it takes a special it takes a special parent to do that, and I just I don't um, I have enough trouble with homework at night. You know, just with how do you you know trying to. Uh, level with lake i'm like it, it it's so easy what's two plus two you know so I mean, she's way past that in second grade sure. now but you know it's just it's hard for me to to uh you know work with that so i i'm not a not a homeschool parent yeah we're the same way and ours range from the we, we've got uh 14 9 sorry yeah she just turned 14 last week so 14 oh yeah, eight, yeah. nine just turned six and two so we've Oof. got kind of the the widespread got a gap there 
absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah we're all we're all crammed into one age group especially those little two they're uh, i feel like we've been in the same stage with them for about four years now because they just basically when one gets out of the stage the next one's right in it and they're just right there so um but violet my youngest she's probably the she's the easiest. She just kind of goes with the flow. And, um, the other two are the ones causing all the havoc all the time. Yeah. I feel like the youngest looks at the older two and has kind of figured them things out. Yeah, like, she's like, yeah, I don't really like that. I don't like the response they got from that. So I'm just going to kind of watch and see what happens. Yeah. Now I was a middle child. So I kind of, oh, okay. I kind of did that same thing, but we were really far apart as far as our siblings. Oh, so like my oldest, gotcha. my older brother is six and a half years older than me. And oh, wow. then my younger brother is actually 10 and a half years younger than me. So it was, yep, all, it was like, it. it was like middle slash only child syndrome for a little yeah. while. So <laughs> yeah. it was, it was funny. I make fun of my little brother because I mean, I say little brother, he's a Marine recon. He's, oh, nice. he's, he's 32. So yeah. I, I still call him my little brother. He'll always be my little yeah, brother. Yeah, absolutely. He's still always be your little brother. But he, uh, you know, he got to got, do all the cool stuff because by the time he was born, like your parents were like, they yeah. didn't really care as much anymore. They're yeah. Just like, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. And, and my father actually, unfortunately my, my father passed away when I was 12. So okay. my, yeah. my younger brother didn't really know him. Um, but he, so, uh, okay. but he got to play all the sports. He got to do the Eagles. He, he's an Eagle scout. He's an Eagle scout, uh, okay. a Marine, uh, varsity wrestling, all that sort of stuff. So he's, he's the, yeah. uh, the all American dude. The all American. Yeah. He got the baby and, and got, he just had the silver spoon the whole time. Huh? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know, as much so, as you can, I guess. As as much as you can, you know. But he's yeah. he's doing awesome. He's actually a firefighter up in North Carolina now. So oh, thank you. he he's a that's awesome. Yeah, he got out of the military and went reserve. So he's he's that's... he's doing that now. So kind of you know has some of the same yeah. same things that you've done you know in the past. Love it, love it, yeah. So you're getting ready for Wadapalooza. This is uh you know how many times have you competed at at uh, at Wadapalooza? Uh, four or five times, I think. Yeah, I. Uh... You know, this the, the funny story about this. We were me, Sam, Tyler, Angelo, Luke, and Guy were all kind of on a text thread. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, we're talking, all right, we have basically we had two teams that we were going to do and had options to. Well, then, so we were like, yeah, we'll do two teams. Of the six of us, we'll kind of do any combination, right? Well, then Luke decides to go individual. Guy decided to go individual. And they, we didn't really revisit the whole, you know, what teams we were doing and if those guys were going to do individual and team. And then uh, Sam decided, Hey, I'm going to go ahead and register a team or else we're going to lose our spot. So um, I said, yeah, don't really count me in. You know, I've got this shoulder thing that I've been rehabbing. And um, I said, you know, put whatever, put my, put whatever name down you want to. And so I was thinking he was going to put Angelo's name in there. <laughs> and then uh, there was an, an Instagram post that uh, was shared with me and I'm like, Oh, I guess I'm doing it. And so, you know, I never really said no. And then we got too late to change it out. So, um, yeah, it, it, I'll, I'll be there. Gotcha. I don't know how, uh, I just want to, don't want to, don't want to let these guys down. Yeah. So, so then how do you go into this one? How, how are you feeling going into this? You know, you said you're rehabbing the shoulder and things like that. Is this a competition? You're just going, looking to just kind of have some fun with the guys or, or do you have, cause obviously you have a completely different edge when you're going into the games. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, I've learned over the years with Wadapalooza, it's an incredible atmosphere. The fans are awesome. The, you know, the nighttime events are awesome. Um, but it's a little bit of a, a wild card when it comes to programming at times and venues at times and how it all, you know, plays out. And so I try not to get too, you know, obviously I want to win. 
um, sure. any competition I, I do, but I've also kind of with wild Wadapalooza, I've, I've chalked it up as a wild card. So it's more of, yeah, let's have some fun with Sam. Let's have some fun with Tyler. Uh, you know, and, and I don't know how many more of these bigger competitions I have left in me. Um, so, you know, we'll see and, and try to enjoy it as much as I can if we're not winning. Um, but I, you know, there's no telling. So we'll see, you know, shoulder feels good. I've been able to kind of push it and push the training a little bit in the last, you know, six ish weeks. And so, um, feeling pretty good for the most part, you know, there's, there's days where I'm like, Oh man, I shouldn't have done that much. And so, uh, just trying to be smart and especially with, um, the events that have come out, I think we'll be all right. You know, nothing, nothing's a huge softball for us. Nothing is, um, great for us. I'm interested to see kind of, you know, how the flow of some of them work and uh, a little bit confusing on some of the stuff. So we'll see, we'll have some fun and, uh, you know, it's always fun to hang out with Tyler and Sam and, um, we train together so much anyway, that it's kind of a no brainer that, that we would do it together. Well, that's awesome. I actually have, uh, Tyler and Sam are coming on the podcast at Wadapalooza on Thursday. Oh, nice. Heck yeah. So they're going to, they're going to pop on and, uh, and hang out with me there on the, on the podcast stage. It's actually going to be a really, really big stage this year. Nice. Heck yeah. I won't be there till uh, Friday. So gotcha. I, I'm, I'm, I'm last minute in and uh, first out too. So I'm going <laughs> to try to get out of there Sunday night at nine. Hopefully uh, we'll be done by then. Gotcha. It, 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 are you flying in or driving in or? Oh, fly, we're, yeah, we'll, I'll fly in. I leave uh, Thursday night at like six, land about nine, check in, do all that stuff Friday. And then, like I said, hopefully we'll be done by nine on Sunday and uh, on, on our way out. So gotcha. Are you? Are, it's hard leaving the kids and and school duty and all that type of stuff. So um, don't want to leave Hill too long with them. That was actually going to be my next question is if the, if the whole family's coming out or, or if you just ride and so it's just, it's yeah, it's just me. It's uh it's such a hard, you know, like there's a lot going on, a lot of chaos, a lot of moving parts, getting to different venues and all that type of stuff. So it's just hard. Uh, we learned at the games um, this year that three kids is, is not a ton of fun at a CrossFit competition. Sorry. So. That's my dog. <laughs> Oh. There you go. Got him perked up in the back. <laughs> he's like, wait, where is he? Where is he? Phil's like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a eighty five pound pit bull. So oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's probably a FedEx guy outside or a UPS oh, yeah. driver or Gotta something. Defend. So Gotta defend the house. Yeah, I wish he would you know chill out, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's he's been quiet all day, of course, until I get on a call. Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's the way it works. The, <laughs> the um, just yeah, he's he's good. Um, so one of the things that was cool, so I've been able to volunteer at the games in Madison and I say at the games in Madison the last four years, because obviously we got that 2020 year in the middle. Um, but it was really cool seeing this year. And I know, like you said, it was a lot of logistics as far as bringing the family and all that sort of stuff. But it, it kind of surprised me that a lot of people, um, were somewhat surprised that this was your last year in the team competition. Um, Yeah. Now that that being said, I was on the floor standing kind of right in front of you when when you guys came out for the awards, and you were going yeah. around. You went out into the you know went up into the crowd, got the kids. Like everybody was just kind of sitting there. You were hanging out with everybody, talking to all the volunteers, and just you actually signed my daughter's shirt. Uh, so thank you. Oh nice. Thank you for that. Yeah yeah. Um, and it it felt like kind of a victory lap for you. It was that the intention. And, you know, as, as far as bringing them in and, and doing that, did you know going in that this is it, you know, I'm going to hang it up? Yeah. It up. Yeah. Yeah. I knew this was, this was kind of the last run on team. Um, I thought I, you know, kind of made that pretty well known um, through, you know, videos or whatever that, 
uh, it's just, it's gotten to a point where, you know, the kids are at a certain age and the logistics of putting together a team and, and working with three schedules and all that type of stuff. We had a really good run and I've enjoyed it. Um, but the, you know, I mean, I've been doing this competitively for shoot going on 11, 12 years. And, um, it was just time to, I don't want to say not take it as serious. Um, but yeah, you know, like we'll see every once in a, every once in a while, um, what goes on with masters and, and that type of stuff. Uh, but yeah, it was, you know, we wanted to have all three kids there knowing that this might be the final time on what we would call the big stage. And, uh, it was cool to have them, you know, there to share it. I, you know, I don't think they quite grasp it, but this was kind of the first year that they all kind of understand what's going on. I don't think to the magnitude, you know, they'll sure. look back and maybe be like, Oh, wow. Maybe my dad wasn't, you know, you know, cause it's always funny when, um, the kids are like, well, you know, what's your actual job? What do you do? Oh, he just works out, you know, like, um, they don't understand kind of anything that goes on. Like they see their friends that their parents have, you know, full-time jobs or eight to fives and, and dad's just kind of hanging out and working out. And then, you know, I do meetings and stuff in the middle of the day, but I don't think they, uh, they quite grasp it one day. They might, might figure it out, but it'll be cool that they'll have that memory to look back on. Um, the hardest part to any event that we go to is that, you know, when they're here at the gym or at the barn, they're running around, jumping off things, playing with things. They don't understand at the games that um, they can't be out on the floor with us, you know, even with, with uh, Paige and Tyler and Bailey and, and Gee and all those guys and girls that, you know, they're just, they're just their names to them. They're not, you know, the superstars that they are. And so they're just normal people and, you know, almost uncles and aunts to them. So they don't understand why, Hey, why can't we just go in the back with you? You know, why can't we go, to the warm-up area why can't we get out on the floor so it was cool to have them have that memory of like hey i got to hang on the pull-up bars of the games one time or whatever so yeah that was cool that and that's awesome so you know i kind of alluded to my father you know earlier he was a, a horse trainer so he actually trained oh, okay. thoroughbred racehorses and one of my yep. one of my really vivid memories is he actually trained a horse that went to the kentucky derby and really yeah and and so we went to the kentucky derby i was i think seven or eight years old. So I didn't realize the magnitude of that race as I was there. But now looking yeah. back, now looking back on it, I can be like, man, that was You're incredible. Like, oh, that's cool. I mean, yeah. at the time, you know, we were in the stands and we were doing all that right. and I could only see everything, you know, like waist level for, <laughs> so I just saw a, right. whole, a whole bunch of, you know, you know, belts and butts basically, you know, that I could see, yep. but you know, all these, you know, the kind of the pomp and circumstance of the Kentucky Derby. And it was just, just this big event. And, yeah, my, my mom actually gave me my father's, um, training jacket. So, you know, the, it's got That's the, awesome. it's got the Kentucky Derby embroidery on the side with the roses and everything. So it, yeah. it it's something that I hold dear now, but growing right. up, growing up, I was like, well, whatever. It's just another jacket. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's just something. Yeah. So, you know, I've, you know, I've watched obviously a lot of your content and things that you've done and you have said a lot that your medals are just kind of somewhere, like maybe in a closet somewhere. Is that, yeah. is that still the case? Is, is you still oh, yeah. have yeah. tucked away? Somewhere? Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, there, I mean, I, I actually, <laughs> one was in my sock drawer <laughs> up until recently. And then I think Trice had it and was swinging it around and I was like, ah, I might want to like, uh, I want to do something with that, you know? So I, I honestly, I don't know where they all are currently. You know, we've talked about trying to round them all up and bring them to the gym more, more so everybody else can kind of see them and, and yeah. you know we have kind of old jerseys and stuff set up here a couple shadow boxes but it might be cool I think it means a lot more to other people than me at the moment mm-hmm. um you know we've talked about 
with the affiliate cup making five or six replicas so we have when that one goes away you know it stays here the main one stays here until it, it'll it'll go somewhere else this year unless angelo and his crew brings it back but um i think it would be cool to have you know like the lombardi trophy where you got replicas of it yeah or um you know that people can kind of see that you know though I, I feel like the team ones mean a little bit more to me than the individual ones um you know down the road i'll look back and and uh, have some um, some fond memories of it and um it's just different you know i don't really those aren't the things that i chase it's more of just the satisfaction of a that's what you're supposed to do type deal and um the memories that have been made with it and like i said down the road i'm sure i'll be nostalgic about it and be like dang i guess i should have you know held on to those a little bit better but it is what it is well that was one of the things i was thinking is that now that now that you are you know stepping away and obviously it's so close to you just winning your last one that it's still you know it's still fresh and and that but you know, moving forward as your kids do get older, is that something that, Hey, maybe, you know, let's set this up. So it's something that they can see later on and appreciate and, and kind of. Yeah, for sure. You know, they, um, I think, I think it'll mean more to them, you know, maybe, you know, as as weird as it sounds when I'm gone or something like that, Yeah. you know, like you're saying with the jacket, like you didn't really think anything about it, but now you're like, dang, I can appreciate the hard work and everything that went into it and all the sacrifice I guarantee your dad made. Um, and so that's, that's really what I want the kids to see or know is that, Hey, all this that I did, you know, in 10 or 15 years when I'm walking around with a Walker, Hey, it's, uh, it's cause dad loved us. He <laughs> wanted to provide for us. So, um, yeah, yeah, there's for sure. There'll be some nostalgia to it, but I, right now it's still, it's too fresh. Like you're saying, I don't yeah. really think anything about it. Awesome. Um, and, and as far as like, you know, kind of growing up with, you know, or having, having kids growing up with you as you're, as you're kind of, I would say making a legacy for growing them. up, still <laughs> yeah. growing up as well, <laughs> still growing up as well. Um, but you're making a legacy for them, not just, not just on the CrossFit floor, but with everything that you're doing with, you know, fronting farms and, and mayhem and, and all that have, have they, I mean, obviously they're still young, so they're still kind of, yeah. they just see you working and working and working. Right. Um, right. But you know, have you seen, I guess it would more be Lakin than anybody else kind of start to, you know, see that appreciation of, Oh man, this is bigger than, this is bigger than just being my dad at, at this point. I I don't think she quite grasped that she's still nine. Um, I mean, it's cool for them to like come to the gym and want to do CrossFit kids and be a part of that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know um, it's pretty funny because, cause Josh uh, Malone, he runs the gym for us here, the actual physical location of mayhem. He's now our COO as well, but he, uh, you know, he's, he's, I, I tell everybody to kind of treat my kids like they're their own kids and Hey, don't do that or whatever. And so, you know, during classes and stuff like that, if they're in the way or whatever, he's like, Hey, you guys either need to go to the back or, you know, keep your little area. And so Lakeland one day is, you know, we're leaving the gym and she says, uh, dad, do you, we own this place, right? I'm like, yep. Yeah, where's this going? And she says, then, uh, how come you tell, you let Josh tell us what to do? And I said, Lake, just because you have the power doesn't mean you should always use it. You know, you should trust others and, you know, the guys that you put in charge. I said, you, you understand that? And she's like, no. <laughs> and so, you know, it's kind of funny that, you know, you try to impart those types of things and maybe eventually she'll pick up on that, that, hey, it's not about uh, the power or anything like that. It's, you know, people and, and the people that have kind of carried you, you take care of them. And so, 
you know, I hope that's more of what they pick up on. And, you know, if one day they, they want this and, and want to run this or any of the things that we've kind of grown, then absolutely. You know, that's the, that was the point behind the farm when we started, it was that I wanted the kids to have and us to have something that we could do together. That was hard work. You know, I, I grew up not on a working farm by any means, but we had some land and we took care of it and there were chores. And, you know, at the time I look back and I'm, or at the time I hated the chores, but now I look back and I'm like, I appreciate, you know, the time I had with my parents working and they weren't the ones that were like, Hey, go do this. And then not come help us. It was like, Hey, let's go do this together. And uh, you know, that's, that's, I guess where I've gotten my leadership style as well is I'm not going to ask anybody to do something that I wouldn't do myself. And so, um, yeah. So I, I think I, there's things that I hope they pick up on, not necessarily the, the high level athlete type stuff, more of the, the day to day. Hey, we're not any better than any other person. And uh, those are the things that you really hope your kids take take on and and that'll make them successful in life, I think. Yeah. And that's it's funny you, you mentioned that that story with Lakeland and that uh, Shaq has a similar story. I don't know if you heard him talk about this, where uh-uh. his, where his kids said something about, you know, dad, we're rich. He's like, no, 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 yeah. no, no. I'm rich. I'm rich. (laughs) You don't have anything. anything. (laughs) You're going to work. You're going to work. You're going to go get a job. You're going to go to college. Uh You're going to go to, you're going to do all these things. He's like, I own this. You don't. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, No, Lakeland with her age, you know, kids, I'm sure say stuff. And she's like, dad, are are you rich? And I'm like, my name's rich. (laughs) And so she's like, no, you know what I mean? I'm like, we're not talking about, you know, like you're too young to really be processing any of this. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's tough having kids and, and, you know, they, they could be, they will be set up for the future and I'll support them in any way, but you also don't want anything given because you know what happens, you know, generationally what happens when stuff's given. And so I'm going to definitely want to want my kids to have the best and, and be taken care of. And there's a fine line of, Hey, how do we, how do we ensure that? But also, you know, make them earn it a little bit too. Absolutely. And it's, it's funny because my kids, they have no concept of money or time or any, no, of, any of no. those things. Trice is happy with a dollar. He's like, yeah. check out this dollar. <laughs> I, I had, I think one of my kids traded him like a, a $10 bill for like four quarters. And he's like, look, I got yeah, four exactly, quarters. I got more. I, I got, got four more. versus 10. I'm yeah, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. One. First of all, that's extortion. Like we need to, we need to, <laughs> we need to change this. We need to bring this back. That in. But uh, yeah, the kids are the kids are amazing. I, I'm actually bringing my nine year old with me to Wadapalooza. Um, oh heck yeah! She is a she's actually so I've I've since let my L one expire, which is bad on me. But a lot same, of same same. Oh. No, nope, I'm the same. <laughs> I was all the way up to L three, and then uh, I'm down to nothing. Uh, I, th- I think you can make a call. I think I think you might, yeah, you might be okay. I don't know. They won't do. It. Honestly, they were like, no, no, you got to take the class. I was like, all right, well. Well, so, but I was an L1. I was a head coach for um, CrossFit Zoo in Ocala, Florida for a while. And um, I've since left there. And when I left, I was no, you know, obviously no longer a coach and just kind of being an athlete and just kind of take care of myself at that point. And, you know, I go to um, a a gym called Tier One CrossFit in Ocala and Mm -hmm. love it. Um, Actually, my head coach came to one of your train with train with Rich days. Oh, nice. And yeah, heck yeah. It, it's been a while. Um, his name is AJ, AJ Reve. And if I saw him. I'm horrible with names. Yeah. He, he, he got to train with you, Josh and Dan. Oh, nice. Okay. And, uh, he actually made, um, Josh and Dan both. Cause the only thing he had to sign was your book. 
So he, he, uh-huh. <laughs> he, nice. he, he made, he made them sign your book as well. So he's got a, he's Thank got you. a signed copy with you, you, Josh and Dan. Good for him. But, yeah. um, so, so he runs, um, tier one in Ocala and I, um, have really loved everything he's, he's been, you know, kind of right. helping me as a, as a head coach at one gym, I be an athlete. Yeah. I got to the point where, yeah. you know, because I'm the coach now, nobody's coaching me. Right. So, you know, although I can look at videos and things like that all day, unless you have somebody giving you yeah, input. You need help. Always need help. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, but you know, when I was coaching and, and doing all that, my 14 year old, you know, at the time when, when she was younger has absolutely zero interest in, in CrossFit at all. Uh, she is right. into horses and she loves horses. If she can live on a, live on a, on a farm, she is happy as can yeah, be. She's there. Good to go. Um, my nine year old at the age of three, started doing CrossFit classes. Like she wanted to just like right. do, do little movements and she started doing right. little, little movements here and there. And then she wanted to do a competition when she turned four. Oh, and geez. since then we've competed in the, in the reindeer rumble every year. Uh, since she was awesome. th- the age of four, we just competed for Heck her yeah. sixth, sixth time. And nice. she is, she's a monster. Um, she's That's an awesome. absolute monster, but you know, she was like, can I come to Wadapalooza with you? And I'm like, I don't know, you know, take you out of school and that sort of stuff. Yeah. But she's really good in school. So, you yeah. know, missing two, two I days swear. of school. Order. Yeah. yeah. So we, we told her that she was coming down and she's just beside herself. Ecstatic. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. And she's, I mean, she's got to meet, she's already got to meet, um, Katrin. Um, she's got, to, um, Carrie Pierce. She interviewed them on the, on the podcast. It just, Nice. Yeah. So she's, she's all in. So, so she's actually like really taken to, you know, CrossFit just by watching. And my big thing was I never wanted to push my kids to do something. You know, my only, my only rule with, with my kids is you can do anything that you want. The only rule is you can't quit. So if you start, if you start a sport, you may hate it, but you're finishing it. Yep. Um, same. So, yeah. So she, she took to it and now my six year old is, is starting to kind of get that same bug and and jump in. But, you know, so I I told people that I was interviewing you. So I kind of put it out to, to Instagram. I was like, Hey, if you have questions, you know, ask me some questions. And one of these goes right in with that. Um, what sports are, um, Sherilyn, uh, asked what sports or activities are your children interested in? So Lakeland, uh, yeah, Lakeland did a little bit of soccer. Um, she did that for two years, liked it, didn't absolutely love it, finished it. And then, uh, now she's into like tumbling and she wants to do cheer, but I said, not till high school. I said, we'll support you by learning as much tumble as much you can do like cheer clinics, whatever. Um, but I'm not dolling my daughter up and letting her wear cheer stuff and going to cheer competitions. That's just, I said, you, you know, I'll support whatever you want to do. Um, and, and get you the, the good, the base to where when you get to high school and you want to do that, you can do that. Um, so that's where we're at with Lakeland. She does CrossFit kids, loves CrossFit kids. Um, you know, she wants to come down to the barn and use her, you know, barbell and, uh, jump on the, you know, I've never once been like, Hey, here, do this workout. But she's always like, Hey dad, can you, you know, help me here and whatever. So she's awesome with that. Um, Trice has, finally in the last year or so kind of become interested in sports. You know, we watch football. I'm a huge Notre Dame fan, a huge lions fan. Um, so he's kind of like started to take that on. 
um, doesn't quite understand it, wants to play baseball this year. So my rule was, hey, I'm not, you know, I played baseball, so I love baseball. But I said, until he tells me I want to play baseball, we're not doing it. I'm not going to be the dad that throws him out there and watches him play in the dirt. Like, I didn't start playing until I was in, I think, second or third grade because, you know, my parents were like, not until you tell us. So Trice says he wants to play this year, so we're going to try that. We tried soccer. He did not – he does not like uh, attention, so he – plays soccer he takes the kickoff or whatever and scores and this was two years ago everybody starts cheering he looks at me cries and runs off the field oh and so for the rest of the season we just showed up to the games and they would sit on the sideline him and violet and so uh (laughs) you know him try some violet are still you know trying to figure it out what they want to do violet um basically wants to do whatever trice is doing so we'll see how that goes and then uh they both do crossfit kids they're both super active running around outside and They've got dirt bikes and, you know, electric dirt bikes and those types of things. And they're wide open bikes. Uh, they, in the summer, you know, they're riding their bikes all the time, any and everywhere. So they're super active, super wide open, building forts, jumping off things here in the gym. So um, it's a ton of fun having them around. I love it. I love it. And yeah, my six-year-old, I don't know what it is about my kids at four years old, they decide what they want to do and they're, yep. they're all in. They're in. Um, there you go. My six-year-old has been playing t-ball since he was four. Uh, or actually yeah. since he was three and he started really getting good. Um, and he's, he just turned six and we're going to have to actually age him up out of T-ball because he's, he's hitting too hard for the, for the other kids that are yeah. out there Yeah, heck and, yeah. and he's actually t- taking pitches. So, nice. you know, that's I, where Trice is at. We, I don't know if we'll ever even try T-ball like Mike coaches pitch or whatever. He's, yeah. he's pretty, pretty good with hand-eye coordination, hitting it. He can't catch for Oh, means, yeah. but he can yeah he's got a cannon and he can hit and that's it yeah it, and you know my my six-year-old his name's oliver he uh is a natural second baseman like i put him oh, on nice i put him on first I yep. yeah i put him on first and they they overthrow him he'll run grab the ball and my rule is touch first throw home you know just you know yeah. to kind of get them into oh, yeah. the you know go to first yeah, base yeah. touch it and he'd grab yep. he'd grab the ball run to first and as he touches first jumps off of first in the air, in nice. the air and throws Jeetered it to it. home yeah i'm like jeetered it love it it's like yep you're you're middle infield you're you got it that's it yep yep might as well so one of the other questions she asked was how do you balance training with uh, training time or training with time with your kids and wife you know kind of the difference between all all that because having time with kids and having time with wife is obviously different yeah uh some days i do better than others um uh, short memory really you know, I have my three kind of main, I guess, values are faith, family, fitness. And so every day I kind of uh, do a little self-critical report card of like, how did I do in my faith today? How did I do with my family? And then how was my fitness? And usually for me, um, the fitness is the easier one to get in. It's the other two that I have to make sure and, and be hypercritical of, you know, it did, uh, did I do good today? Then I have a short memory because tomorrow's a new day. And same, if I didn't do so well, it's like, all right, let's fix that tomorrow. How can we fix that tomorrow and, and be a little bit better? So, um, you know, if, if it's leading up to an event, um, you know, I, they're pretty understanding that, hey, dad's going to train. But, you know, the beauty of what I do is I'm either home or at the gym and they're with me or wherever they're at um, at all times. So it's it's pretty easy to make sure that the family time gets uh, gets a good amount. Gotcha. gotcha. Awesome. The, um, and, and that's, I mean, I, I feel like that's the balance for everybody is just, you yeah. know, whether it's, whether it's fitness or with just work in general, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. 
And and have you found with start? I mean, you've started so much, so many things. So you've got the gym, you've got you know all the different businesses. How many businesses are you actually kind of hands on, um, hands on with, or do yeah, you just have so, the team? Honestly, we've got an incredible team. Um, I'd say I'm pretty hands on with everything, but we have an incredible team that, uh, you know, with mayhem, you know, mayhem, what we would call mayhem nation. You've got the actual physical location of mayhem. You have online programming, you have the events and then, you know, Buffalo brew, our coffee shop will kind of fall in there. Um, and then we've got Froning farms where I'm, I'm half owned. Well, technically half. And then we have a, a small partner as well, Adam. Um, but me and Matt are the majority partners in that. And so, um, I'm pretty hands-on with everything more of, I guess, with mayhem, more of CEO type where, uh, my opinion is, is the overarching thing, but we have an incredible team of guys and girls that, um, get the job done and make sure that, Hey, my ideas aren't always the greatest. So, um, I like to have some feedback on, Hey, I like, I don't mind somebody saying, Hey, no, that's not a good idea. So, um, we've got a good, really good crew from, you know, Josh, Jake, Brian, um, Scott runs media row helps us, um, with partnerships or his partnerships. And so, um, it's fun and Jesse on apparel and Dre and Robert and yeah, I mean, keep going on the list. Um, so everybody, it's a, it's a really good team we have assembled here at Mayhem for sure. Yeah. And when I saw the whole crew at, at the games this year with, I mean, your booth was epic by the way. Yeah, <laughs> they did. That's Matt, Matt build that. He was, uh, that's, he's, a. Uh, so my partner in Froning Farms, they've got a metal fab shop. And so they built that out and uh, did an incredible job. Yeah. Are you guys bringing that to Wadapalooza as well? I don't know if we're bringing the full thing. I know Mayhem will be down there and Froning Farms. I honestly, like I said, logistics wise, they're the they're the brains on all that. Um, I just have the ideas and they, they make it happen. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, the booth is always packed. But the, yeah. the cool thing about you know, going and just kind of interacting with everybody on the team, whether it be, you know, somebody just running cash register or, or, you know, running media while they're doing it and, and kind of everybody kind of pitches in and, and does the job and yep. could not be just a more fun group to, to be around. It's just, it was a party we over do, there in the corner. We do have fun. Uh, Hillary sent me a, a, um, a video. It was a, I got TikTok or something. I don't have any of it, but she, it was a uh, Michael Scott talking about, you know, the office there and it was yeah. kind of a blooper yeah. and it was basically something about basically sometimes we work hard, sometimes we play hard and sometimes we, I can't remember what it said, but it was pretty accurate. She's like, this is mayhem where it's like, we do work really hard and everybody here does an incredible job, but we like to have fun and we got a bunch of good people and fun people. And, you know, for the most part, everybody likes to be around each other. And so that makes it easy. And, um, you know, we've had some, some newer people come in and at first they're kind of like, I don't really know how to take this. Cause we're, you know, it's, it's a lot of trash talk and a lot of, you know, <laughs> joking about like we had a, a girl come in that uh, she does an incredible job at the coffee shop. And uh, I was basically just saying, good, finally, we have somebody that makes good coffee uh, to Chris, who runs the coffee shop. And she was like, she didn't know how to take it. She thought I was, you know, she's like, I don't, I, I appreciate the compliment, you know, I guess sidebar after, but not at somebody else's expense. And you're just like, yeah, this is just how we operate. You know, Chris, Chris is the, the most sarcastic person you've met. And so uh, we have a good time. It's fun. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is they have to have a good atmosphere. They have to have a good, a good personality yeah. to just kind of let those things roll because yep, for sure. I mean, you've been part of teams. I mean, since, My whole since life. yeah, your yep. whole life since baseball and, and all that. And uh, I mean, the, the, the amount of criticism that goes against each other in a team just, yep. just for yep. fun. Um, for fun. Yeah. yeah. Nothing, nothing serious. Um, just, 
you have to be able to put up with that. Uh, just, I think that's such the benefit in team sports too. You know, like that's why I want the kids to do some type of team sport is there's, you know, you have to learn how to, to handle different personalities, whether you're taking criticism or, you know, somebody's leadership style. And then also how do you lead different people and how do you motivate different people differently? So, um, you know, some people don't like that. So you gotta, now that you know that it's like, all right, how do we, how do we navigate this situation? I think there's so much to that that is learned through competitive sport. Yeah. And, and it helps when you have somebody who's willing to get down there and do it with you. Um, yeah, absolutely. Because like you said, as far as leadership style, getting down with somebody and, and doing it, that's one of the things that I've done my whole life is I'm not going to ask somebody to go do something that I'm not willing to do myself because exactly. I mean, you have to be able to, d- to do every job um, as a manager right. or as a worker is yep. always the, the way that I've gone. Um, yep. man, I've got a few more questions and then I'll let you, you know, yeah, let you get about sure. your day. Cause I know yep. you're busy, man. Um, one of the, so one of my friends, Gabe, I gotta, I gotta give a shout out to him. He's a huge fan and he watches, yeah, you know, yeah. he watches everything and listens to everything, but he wants to know, will you ever bring back Froning and friends? Yeah. Well, we're working on a, a new version, an updated version. Um, I just got so burnt out on it doing double podcast cause we were doing into the storm, but yep. the plan is the studio is finally done up there. Um, we've got it kind of in a good rhythm with our online classes that we're doing. Um, you know, kind of the at home 30 minute type stuff. They're filming a bunch of those. And then now in the corner, we have the podcast studio done. So, um, the plan is the the Rich Froning podcast to be a little bit different, rebranded, okay. Um, maybe a little bit different style, um, but yeah, it's it's on the it's on the docket to come back. So okay, is there any kind of time frame that that you guys are looking at, or maybe in the next week or two? So oh. Rory, if Rory had it, it would be done two or three weeks ago <laughs> um, if he had his way. Sure. Uh, but you know, I'm a little bit slower on that type of stuff. Yeah, because yeah, because if you're gonna name it after yourself and. I mean, obviously you're going to have to yeah, be involved yeah, to do it. So you're be, like, oh. I got to be into it. You know, I'm not the, the hard part for me is like, I'm not the host type. Um, yeah. So we'll see Rory, Rory wants to be involved or I want Rory to be involved because he's good at that type of stuff and, and guests and all that. So um, that's the plan. Hopefully next week or next couple of weeks, it'll be back. That's awesome. And um, I don't know if you saw this at the games, but did you see the trading cards that were going around? Uh, I did not know. So, so Wad Zombie, I don't know if you've seen any of his stuff. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So Wad Zombie. So he's done this whole line of trading cards for, for people. Um, he's done yep. like Daniel Brandon, Dallin Pepper. Um, I'm trying to think cause I got a whole stack of them over here. Stack of them. Yeah. <laughs> cause, because that's one of the things is I used to collect baseball cards. Baseball like, cards, right? Yeah. Baseball, yeah. football, all that. So once CrossFit cards came out, I'm like, I'm in. Um, I'm in, yeah. he wants to know, he's like, would Rich let me do a trading card? <laughs> That'd be a Dre or Rory question. Dre's kind of um, does the the artistic stuff around here, and Scott has media. So between Dre, Scott, and Rory, yeah, that would be the the uh, the person people to contact. So I guess Rory at MayhemNation.com. There you go. There you go. I'll, I will send I'll send that info his way. <laughs> there you go. Um, but it was it was it was so much fun this year because they had the trading cards. You could go and buy them, and right. then and then you know you go find your you know find the athlete and have them sign, have it, them and, sign it. And everybody was yeah, freaked out because it's like. Oh, I've never had a trading card before. I've never, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. This is, this is awesome. So this is cool. So going into, you know, obviously, I love your plan for for masters. Is I, I I don't remember which podcast you were on, but you were talking about. I think I'll just come back every five years. You know, whichever one, we'll whichever yeah. one I qualify yeah. for, then win it and yep. and bounce for five years. Be done. 
Yep. I, is that is that still something you're you're thinking about for next year, or are you just looking yeah, at this we'll, next year we'll kind s- of? We'll see. You know, like I, body feels good. I want to compete. You know, and, and it might be more than once every five years. Who knows? It just depends sure. on kids and if the family's okay with with it. And looking at kind of the way the master season um, is, that the first part of the summer is pretty open. Training wouldn't have to be too crazy. That I could get some family stuff in, and then maybe back towards the last half of summer. Then yeah, I'd start dialing it in a little bit. But um, I mean, the field's getting so deep in the master's camp competition that you can't just kind of slack off. So, <laughs> sure. um, and that's just not my style either. So, um, we'll see and, uh, year to year. I'm curious your take, your take on this, because do you find now that you're, that you're, I don't want to say you're stepping away. Cause obviously uh, you're still, I'm, you're still yeah, on the train. I'm stuck in my way. I'm stuck in my way. Well, no, I mean, stepping away, like. Oh, stepping away. I thought you said stuck in my ways. I'm like, yeah, I'm stuck in my ways. Um, with with people like, you know, Scott Panchik, where he said, you know what, I'm done. I'm retiring and I'm going to just like take my foot off the gas. But right. really, you know, as I mean, I'm 42. So I noticed I'm like, yep. hey, I need to take some days and just kind of recover a little bit yep. more. Do you find that sometimes for you, it's more beneficial for you to, to step back and that you actually end up feeling better. Cause you've, you've been known for being somebody that goes in and just goes hard, like just right. know, constantly. Do you, do you think that's something that, that you're looking at is maybe if I step back a little bit, I could probably prolong my body a little bit more, you know, from the beating I put on it. Yeah. Yes. And no, like in the last year or so, in the last six months or so is more, um, it's been a little bit more like, all right, let's, let's take a little extra time to warm up. Um, let's do some accessory stuff after maybe a little less volume, uh, on the crazy stuff and, and still seeing some benefits and some fitness gains and just feeling better overall. So I think it's just being smarter and knowing that, Hey, I can't just run my body into the ground, um, over and over and my body's going to rebound. Like it's just, that just won't happen anymore. So, um, you know, and that's something I'm trying to impart in these younger kids that it's like, Hey, you can keep doing this for a little while, but eventually it'll catch up with you. And so, um, you know, it's, it's definitely a learning curve and learning experience. And that's something that I've kind of done my whole career is, is try to learn what, what we're capable of and for how long we're capable of it. Um, and so it's, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of fun to, to push those limits and see how long you can kind of hold on. And, and, you know, my, my problem has been, you know, I, I, I would say I move pretty well, but you know, over the years, I'm really good at compensating for, you know, whatever's aching or nagging. And so instead of trying to work around that, um, work smart, trying to fix it. And, you know, like the shoulder has kind of taken its toll over the last probably five or six years of me just, you know, trying to be, you know, move around whatever it is and put my shoulder into to a different position. And, you know, rotator cuff is, has taken a lot of the beating. And so it's all right, how can I strengthen everything around it and be smart? And so, um, smarter is, is the, the idea for moving forward. That's for sure. Yeah. And I actually, I was injured playing football, my rotator cuff, I sprained it and never got it looked at or anything found out years later that it was, a, that it was a sprain and that I'd been just horrible. figuring it out, figuring it out. I couldn't throw a football. Like I, I would have to warm up for probably 15 minutes before I could throw further than 10 yards because it would just, right. it was just so much pain. And this is as a yep. teenager, um, yeah. <laughs> I hate to think, I mean, I wish I had, you know, of course everybody says, I wish I had CrossFit back when I was a teenager because I'd be so yep. much better off. Um, yep. I, I, I was going to say that I have one more question, but then I remembered one other thing that I wanted to ask you. 
Um, so I'm, I've been, you know, new year and, you know, just doing, you know, different plans and things like that and kind of ways to focus this year. And one of the ways I tried to focus this year was doing 75 hard. And, okay. Uh, yep. So as much as I'm talking about taking a break two 45 minute workouts yep. a day, for, you know, for yeah, I was me, about to so. say that's not, yep. <laughs> it's, it's not taking a break, you know, but you know, it can be, you know, go for a walk for 45 minutes, you know, right. take you right. know, active recovery and, and things. So I've been doing that. But one of the things that you have to do in the 75 hard program is, um, read 10 pages a day, which I'm yep. notoriously bad at reading, like just sitting down and, and reading a book, just time and attention and all that Four kids, yep. you know, yep. Um, 1000% understand. But the book I picked up before I even knew I was going to be talking to you was your book first. Oh, nice. Heck yeah. Appreciate um, that. Yeah. I, 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 so I read through it once. Um, so I was just, I was like, Hey, you know what? I need, I need a book. I picked it up. I was like, yeah, I'm going to read this one again. Um, yeah, heck yeah. when is the second one coming out? Because I don't know. It, We've, it's, it's been floated. That's for sure. Um, I, you know, I haven't really thought about it. I, you know, obviously a lot has happened since that book came out. Yeah. And so yeah, there'd be some value to it. Um, yeah, I don't, I mean, we've, like I said, it's been floating around. I don't know who we'd have to write it or nobody's really approached me about writing another one. I honestly, I wouldn't even written the first one had I, um, it been up to me. I, the company was just like, Hey, you ever thought about writing a book? And I was like, never thought about even writing a first, you know, like never thought anybody would read it. So, um, yeah, it, I'd say one day it'll happen. Yeah. Um, not sure when it would happen. But, uh, yeah, one, one of these days I was, I was, I've been reading through it and actually I just got through your first win, your, your first, yeah. your first games win, um, as I'm, as I'm making my way through it. And I'm just like, there's so much more here that's, that's so happened much more, yeah. since, yeah. since this, that, you know, it just, it, it, I feel like the story is important to be told, not just, not just, you know, for CrossFit sake, but with everything that you were communicating in that book. Um, right. and, and all the principles that you hold dear and everything that you, that, you know, that you encompass kind of bringing that back around to, okay, at the time I was this guy who nobody knew coming on the right. scene. And even though you had won two, which at the time was unheard of, um, right now, apparently everybody wins at least two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got to. That's, that's the minimum now. Uh, you know, but you know, just kind of that journey and, and, and how you change, I would love to, you know, I'd love to read a, yeah. another book about it. I should should probably do it sooner than later because i'll forget you know i feel like we were talking earlier about being an individual and i feel like that was a different lifetime you know a lifetime mm -hmm. ago before kids before you know it was just different and so yeah i mean it should it would be smart to uh, to write some of that stuff down before i honestly i don't even remember where i left off in the the first book so i'd have to even go back so i don't you know give too many of the same memories over and over again so yeah, yeah i it's just been so long. You get so busy and you don't even think about those types of things. Yeah. And, and I think this was, all, it was only what, two championships with this, with this book. Okay. So, wow. Yeah. So we've got a couple in yeah. between then. Yeah. <laughs> a couple indies and then, you know, then yeah. the, the whole team division. Um, yeah. so my last thing, you know, we're, we're obviously leading up to Wadapalooza. I leave tomorrow, um, by some weird, random thing i want a trip on a yacht with sarah sigmund's daughter <laughs> heck yeah there you go so, so we're gonna go yeah, hang out up. we're gonna go hang out with sarah tomorrow uh on the yacht heck all yeah. over all over uh miami but uh, i leave tomorrow and then i'll be there of course all week um i am managing the podcast stage so i'll have your guys you know your guys on there um luke is yeah. luke is actually coming on on sunday so he's gonna come there and, you go. and hang out so we've got got a good yeah. mayhem contingent got a good good crew yeah i love yeah. it 
But um, what are, if you were to say three things that you're looking forward to this weekend, what are, what are three things that make Wadapalooza for you a success, you know, going down there and, and, and competing? I think, uh, like I said earlier, the, the crowd, the community down there is incredible. The passion, it's, it's just fun. You know, the lights, the, what, you know, what, what they put together and, and the atmosphere is, is just incredible. So enjoy that. Um, you know, try to give back to, you know, the, the energy that they're, they're giving, try to give the same energy back because it's, uh, it's awesome. It is something that is, it's just great, you know, being there at night. The night events are so much fun under the lights. People are fired up. It's just, it's awesome. Um, two, I would say, you know, Sam and Tyler, you know, and, and uh, strengthen our relationship, our friendship, our brotherhood. Um, you know, there's something to be said about shared suffering together and, and it brings you closer and there's understanding and, you know, get them started on their season this season and, and their goals and, you know, start off on the right foot. And then for me, stay healthy. That's number three. Um, don't get too wrapped up and, and, you know, this overhead squat, I'll probably be doing the overhead squat of the, the three movements. And so, um, come, come back to Cookville intact, yes. knee and shoulder intact yeah. and, and, uh, be able to, to continue, uh, to, to have some fun for the rest of the season. Well, that's awesome. Well, Rich, man, I look forward to seeing you down there. I hope that we, you know, we get to kind of at least say hi, you know, yeah, if you're running, yeah, yeah, running around sure. there, come find us. Absolutely. Come find us. And, uh, man, I wish you the best of luck, you and the whole team. And thank you so much for, you know, for coming on the show. Awesome. Appreciate you having me, man. Awesome, man. You have to go up to Cookville sometime. Come on, see us. So when I was going to do my level two, I had it circled that I was coming up to Cookville to do my level two. Yeah. And uh, it is definitely on the, it's on the schedule for me to, to go up there at some point. Um, but we've had some, some health stuff. I get it. But, uh, I, I get it. Yeah. yeah. So my wife actually will be there, um, at Wadapalooza this weekend, but she just, um, had a only like four weeks ago, four weeks ago tomorrow had a double mastectomy and reconstruction. So Dang, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, we're praying and, and open that all, uh, comes out on the right side thank you yeah she um the only reason she had it wasn't because she had cancer she had the breca 2 gene which is the cancer gene which Just is go ahead and... yeah so it was all preventative but you know she 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 laughs she's got a really good sense of humor about it she's like i got to get a boob job and a tummy tuck and i'm cancer free there you go so there you go it's, yeah. it's a win-win can't, can't beat that absolutely can't beat that. so but we'll Love see it. you down there and uh like i said best of luck and thank you so much for being on thanks man awesome appreciate it brother thanks take care you too Bye. Bye. All right. A huge thanks to Rich for coming on the show and chatting with me. We had a great time just talking about life and family and how he balances everything from business to his training to competing and all those things and how he's transitioning his career from competing to being a business owner and, of course, a father and a husband and being there for his family and and all the people that are around him and support him. Just an absolute great dude, and I, I just had a great time chatting with him and talking to him. So I hope that you enjoyed that episode. Speaking of the rest of his team, Tyler Christoffel and Sam Conway are going to be on the show on Thursday at noon live from the stage at Wadapalooza. So if you're in Miami, on Thursday, you have no excuse. That You don't even have to have a ticket. It's open admission. You can come in, check out all the events that are going on. The elite individual competition is going to start on Thursday. You don't even have to have a ticket. You can come in and watch and do you know all the things that you would do in, uh, in Wadapalooza for free. 
Can't beat that, right? So we got all the podcasts that are coming on. We've got tons of shows, tons of athletes that are going to be coming on. We've got, like I said, Sam and Tyler are coming on the show on Thursday, as well as Fisa Gaffey from Brute Strength Crew. She's going to be on the show on Thursday. So it's just a great time to uh, to come and just celebrate the sport of CrossFit. And the Tier Wadapalooza Fitness Festival is an epic weekend. So definitely get down there, check it out. And the cool thing about this event is that all the community gets involved in Miami. So everybody downtown, wherever the gyms are, or all are all jumping in. They're doing open classes. You've got athletes at every single gym. I know Proven's going to be doing something, I think, on Thursday morning. You've got underdogs doing something Wednesday night that I'm probably going to be at. They're doing a, a class with underdogs at, uh, I think it's CrossFit Yellow Falcon. So I reached out to them. They're like, hey, stop on by. We're going to have a good time. And, uh, and also big thing that happened is I actually was chosen to go on a yacht tour with Sarah Sigmund's daughter on Wednesday, the day before Wadapalooza. So we've got a big schedule for, for the Wexpeel podcast. It's going to be, it's going to be quite interesting. So we're going to be on the, on the yacht with, uh, you know, Sarah, of course, her manager, Snorri, who is an absolute trip. He's been on the show You can go back and listen to that episode. Uh, Lauren Khalil is going to be on the on the yacht. You can go back and listen to that episode. That was the one right before this one. And um, so Morning Chalk Up is going to be there. We've got a whole bunch of other people. It's just going to be a blast out on this yacht touring Miami for four hours. So it's going to be a good time. We'll have a lot of stuff to talk about. But get down to Miami. Check out all the podcasts. If you cannot be in Miami, you can stream live online. Go to the Wadapalooza website, and you'll find a link to watch all the action live. You won't be able to see the podcast, but the cool thing is all these podcasts are going to be posting on their individual pages. So go like, follow all of the podcasts, and uh, you will have content for days that you can listen and just immerse yourself in Wadapalooza. That's all for now, but we've got a lot of shows that are going to be posting this week. So go to the subscribe button on whatever you're listening to, whether it be Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever it is, hit that sub- that subscribe button and notifications so that you can know when a new episode drops and you can hear it first. Y'all have a great time. We'll see you in Miami. Peace.